That doesn't. That's what doesn't make sense to me. You're gonna make up your mind now. I just. I just think it's a little dumb. It pisses me off that he does something. Like this. No, 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 no. This is different. It's definitely different. I'm really on my nerves right now. You're listening to the Loose Change Podcast with your hosts Nick Waglia and Jarris Galley. Couch Guys Sports Loose Change Podcast, episode number 73. We don't have a guest this week. Um, hopefully we'll get one on next week, per usual. And we've already got some people in the works. Uh, we actually might honestly have so many people in the works that I might have to start spreading people out over the next few weeks. And we're going to start having a reoccurring guest, it sounds like, who is from California. We'll drop that name at some point soon. People in Boston will know who he is once we drop that name. But he started coming on the podcast more. He's a great personality. Again, if you're from Boston, you probably know the name. So we'll talk about that, though, once we uh, officially want to make that an official thing. We just got to work out the details with how much time he's going to come on. The deets. We got to work out the deets. Uh Producer Pat is going to produce the show. He's not sitting here with us tonight. Although, you know, Pat, love you. He doesn't really talk too much on the show, so not a lot of people even know what Pat sounds like. <laughs> Usually just behind the scenes smoking. Waiting oh, for us dude. to finish talking. Yeah, shout out Pat, though. He just turned 21. Oh, he's going to go crazy. That's content. If anything's yeah. content, we go to the bars with Patty P at 21 and just film it. Dude, Pat, Pat, it's been a long time coming from... I've known Pat for a few years now. I've known Pat since he was... I think a junior in high school. So this is this is big time. All right, so let's just roll into the weekly dump. We got no guest. The weekly dump. Let's roll the weekly dump. All right, we got. By the way, we got a friggin' jam packed show today. All right, let's hit the weekly dump here. Come on, computer, friggin' load for me. Aaron Rodgers got a new contract extension worth $134 million. We'll get $80 million by March. He's getting $400,000 a day. It's $100 million guaranteed or something stupid like that? He's getting about $103 million guaranteed. And then everyone comes out, the Stephen A's of the world. Oh, best player deserves the best contract. You really think if Tom Brady got what he was paid, what, what he was worth, he wouldn't be making more than Aaron Rodgers right now? No, exactly. Come on, and, and, that's, and I've seen I've seen that a bunch of times on Twitter now. Oh, he's the best quarterback in the NFL is getting the number one deal. No, no, he's not. He's not. He's not being team friendly. Like the best quarterback in the world is on the New England Patriots. Listen, Tom. Yeah, exactly. Tom Brady could be getting so much more money, and if he decided to like leave and go somewhere else, he could be easily the top, pay, high, the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. He might even be able to get that now at forty one. Oh, he definitely could. He might, he might even be able to get that now. So that is insane to say. And, and I've seen, I don't know why this is sparking up again recently, but people are trying to still say that Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom General, like career-wise. Like, he's not, Aaron Rodgers is not the greatest quarterback of all time. No. If he was, he would have more Super Bowls. He just he, would. He doesn't even sniff like Montana. No. So why are we talking about him against Brady? We have, we have these conversations, and it's like, it, you have to look at championships. You have to. There's, there's, no, no, other, other there's no other way to do it because everyone talks about, like, when they, when they try to argue Brady against Montana for not being better, it's like, oh, well, you lost in the Super Bowl. Okay, then it's about championships. So don't tell me Rodgers is anywhere close to Brady if it's about championships. Dude, it's whatever suits your argument. 
Basically. Uh, Gronk also received a new contract restructured today that makes him today recording Thursday night. Uh, got a day later. This week, by the way. Speaking of which, we're recording Thursday night. Contract restructured today. That makes him $1 million in per game bonuses and extra $3.3 million in incentives. He can now make up to $13.3 million in 2018. Good for Gronk. Means he's staying here. Uh, picture. So, J.D. Martinez earlier this week. Uh, classic social media thing, 2018. Somebody dug up an old post of J.D. Martinez's. I think it was from 2011. If I want to say so, I, right? I, I think forgot that, to look up the I year. I think it was, I, yeah. I'm saying 2011. Uh, he posted a picture of Adolf Hitler. It was when a big gun rights thing was, uh, the gun rights was being argued, taking away guns, away guns. And the picture said, to conquer a nation, first disarm its citizens. Picture of Adolf Hitler. His caption, this is why I always stay strapped. Hashtag the truth. He talked about it yesterday, I believe, Wednesday, and was just like, I didn't mean to offend anybody by it. It's just what I believe. I come from, his family's from Cuba, you know, ruled by a dictator. It's, it's, it's something that means a lot to him. He honestly, I think he worked his way out of it pretty well. Yeah, people will stop talking about it. I think that, um, obviously he said it, he meant what he said, he apologized though, and, and we're moving on. I don't think it's as big of a deal as people are making it out to be. Yeah, it's not at all. And, and it kind of it kind of got brushed under the rug pretty quick. Uh, another contract. OBJ signs a new $95 million deal with $68 million guaranteed plus $5 million more in incentives. Massive deal for OBJ. He, he deserves it because he's incredibly talented. He's kind of a pain in the ass for the, for the Giants. Kind of a pain in the ass for the NFL. But... Thing is, and this is this is my argument with the Aaron Rodgers thing too, because I've talked to people who are like, "Oh, why would you give him that much money? That's such a stupid deal." Because listen, if you don't give him, that, you need that. You need him if you're going to be successful. That's just a fact. The Packers need Rodgers. The Giants need OBJ. Yep. If you don't give it to him, somebody else will. Ooh. And isn't he? They're not like Tom Brady, who will stay put and take less money because they want to win and because they like where they are. They will leave and they will get more money, and I you mean, don't want to see that happen. I can see why people would t- we'd argue it against it though because they're like, well, the Giants suck; they're not going anywhere, and we might as well use that money towards rebuilding this team for the long term. But it's like Odell Beckham Jr. is not that old, first of all. No, he's not. And second of all, you have to build a team. If you're banking on Eli Manning to still be your quarterback, which they are, you're well, winning. Yeah, which you're, they you're, are big time. You're trying Even after sitting him last year. I'm saying like the yeah, schmuck that he is because the Giants are schmucks. But look. They are planning on winning now because they have Eli there. They don't have a plan behind him, and they clearly are trying to win now. They brought Nate, they paid Nate Solder to come in and play left tackle. They're trying to win now, so why wouldn't you pay the guy if you're trying to win now? Well, they see, they see their window closing. Yep. Right. They see their window closing because they, like you said, they don't have a they don't have a quarterback in the future. They drafted Saquon Barkley, and listen, Saquon Barkley, I think, is going to be a stud. So they went with a good running back to start, but they don't have a they don't have a six line quarterback like the Patriots don't. They just don't. So you're saying so, the Patriots are screwed in two years. Patriots are screwed in two years. The I don't know if the Patriots are screwed in two years. I think they'll figure it out. The Giants, though, the Giants are screwed. They don't have a quarterback unless they draft somebody uh, soon. All right. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater traded to the New Orleans Saints for a third-round draft pick, making Sam Darnold the New York Jets starting quarterback. Darnold's legitimately 21 years old. That is insane can barely drink alcohol, and he's now a starting quarterback of the Jets. Uh, David Price last night took a 102-mile-an-hour fastball 
Uh, not fastball. Line drive off the wrist last night. Take him out of the game in three innings left with a left wrist contusion. Colin Kaepernick's case is going to move forward after an arbiter denied the NFL's request to dismiss the case today, Thursday. They said, quote, on August 28, 2018, the system arbiter denied the NFL's request that he dismiss Colin Kaepernick's complaint alleging that his inability to secure a player contract since becoming a free agent in March 2017 has been due to an agreement among team owners and the NFL that violates Article 17, Section 1 of the Collective Bargaining Agreement between the NFL and the NFLPA, Burbank's statement said. Kaepernick going to get his case. Who knows if he's going to win it? I don't know if he has enough evidence. I don't know if he can prove that there's been any collusion. But hell, if this if this blows up, this is going to be content for days. So I is- really hope it blows up. Not because I mean, yeah, the content for us would be phenomenal. But at the same time, I think it's crap what the NFL is doing to him. Like he should be playing. He should be on a team. He's good enough to be a quarterback somewhere. And he wants to play. No NFL t- owner is try- is touching him with a ten foot pole, and it's bullshit. Well, to be honest with you, I kind of agree with the owners, and not oh, because. Oh come on, stop that! I, because he's not—he's—he's he's good enough to be a backup and maybe even a starter in some places. But my thing is with him, he's not worth the distraction. Look across because the league, though. You, but look across the league—you can't tell me one team would say I'd rather Kaepernick than the bum that I have throwing the football right now. I don't know if he would be worth the distraction because if you bring him in, you want to win football games, right? Yeah, you so want does he. this guy, but you want this guy to be in the background, especially if he's going to be a backup. You want if you bring him into say New York, you don't want the focus to be on Colin Kaepernick distracting the team. You want the focus to be on Sam Darnold, your starting rookie quarterback. But yeah, I'm so not saying he's going to go to the Jets. Kaepernick, I'm saying he be, he should be a starter somewhere, and at that point, the focus is on him because that's what who? it's supposed to be. But who the 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 Cardinals? Maybe that's the only team I can think of. Cardinals, the Dolphins need a new quarterback. They suck. The Browns could have used them. Anyone could use them. The amount of attention and distraction that would cause it would just it wouldn't. I just don't think it would be worth it for any team. Could he fit in Cleveland? The rest of the bums up there. No, uh, Baker Mayfield, future of the Cleveland Browns. They're gonna they're gonna crush it. Um. The uh, Demi Lovato. Okay, so entertainment. We're gonna try to mix this in a little bit. Demi Lovato's drug dealer. Just because this pissed me off. Demi Lovato's drug dealer on TMZ spoke finally. Just said that he hung out with her that night, and she was like, she was just tired, and she fell asleep. That was the last time he saw her. The, we're talking garbage. to the drug dealer. Why aren't we arresting him? Yeah, you you are you know he's the drug dealer. The guy's dealing fentanyl. You know <laughs> he's the one. It's clear that he is. He pretty much admits that he is. So, hello, it's illegal. Arresting. Yes. Like, what are we doing? Because you know what, Nick? It's, it's content. And if he's not in prison, it's content. It's content, and he's probably a big drug dealer for a lot of other stars. That's probably oh, big. 100%. He's probably in that market. Big and, cops, and cops probably know. Oh, cops are dirty. Most cops are dirty. Come on. Especially in that world. The Hollywood world. Yeah. All right. And uh, Madden shooting this week. Madden tournament shooting in Jacksonville. David Katz, uh, he was the gunman in the Madden tournament shooting in Jacksonville. Uh, so I was reading up on this. Katz had a longstanding history of mental illness. And the interesting part that I read was his parents got a divorce or were getting a divorce. And they both knew about Katz's mental illness but mother thought that it was really bad the dad thought she was exaggerating uh, apparently it was pretty bad yeah it uh it, it, pretty it, was, bad. it wasn't good but still no excuses the shooting was crap it shouldn't have happened and it shouldn't have. i'm so sick and i'm so sick of hearing about it 
Like it's we ridiculous. gotta we gotta figure something out. Well, we don't have like, the right, we don't have the right president to figure something out right now. It's it's never exactly it's never gonna happen with the way that. With the way this administration's being run right now. And, you know, not to talk politics. Or I just, like, I don't really freak out too much about politics. But this gun situation, it's got to it's gotta fucking figure itself out. Oh, it's Because it's, it's shit. It's horseshit. It's garbage that keeps happening. And I feel like once a month we get a shooting, whether it's at a school or, like, a public place. It's awful. All right. Let's roll into the main topics. Uh, Jalen Ramsey took shots today at Gronk. Thursday again, Thursday August thirty. Thursday August thirtieth. Jalen Ramsey taking shots at Rob Gronkowski. He said, "I don't think Gronk's good." He said, "Let me say, I don't think Gronk is a great is as great as people think he is." And he said that when asked about what Gronk did in the AFC Championship, he said literally nothing. First of all, Jalen Ramsey, he didn't play the second half. You knocked him out with a concussion. Yeah. Not you, but somebody knocked him out with a concussion. Yep. So he didn't play the entire second half. So yeah, maybe something to do with it. You can't get. <laughs> um. Thing is, though, I like it. Like, this is so good for football. Like, yeah, it is. Nick Jericho wrote about that today on CouchCastSports.com. His article's up in front of me. Um, it's so good for football because think about it. Like, we talk about how like the biggest statement every anytime something some weird happens, it's like, oh, it's the pussification of America, right? Like, America's getting soft. We don't have enough edge. We don't have enough grit. Football's getting soft. Well, now you have a guy not doing that. He's talking shit. He's talking shit against some of the better players in the league. It's good competition. He's calling Rob Gronkowski one of the greatest tight ends ever, if not the greatest tight end ever to play the game. Horseshit. Like, not everyone does that. And this is, the league needs guys like this. This, yeah, is like Rodney Har- this is like Rodney Harrison back in the day. This is what the league needs. What it does is it brings, it brings like entertainment to the game. That's one of the reasons why the NBA is growing so fast, because everybody's just chirping each other all the time. It's like, the NBA is so successful right now because the players, it's like a legitimate soap opera. Like, there's just, there's storylines, there's sub-storylines with all these people. Now when the Patriots and the Jaguars play each other, we're going to look at Rob Gronkowski, Jalen Ramsey. This is the big story of the week. This guy thinks Gronk's not that good. And that like comes this, in week two. Like, it's great. Yeah, the sub-storylines is what makes sports more fun. And that's the problem with the MLB. The MLB tries to hush all that stuff. The bat flips, all the like the the team rivalries. The MLB is soft about it. Like one, I'll give Ramsey some credit. He still doesn't go after Brady though, because he mentioned Danny Amendola, um, and he said he said something about getting a brand new contract, but like saying how bad he is, and that the only reason why he's good is because Brady he has Brady, and then said Brady could take me as a receiver and be first team All Pro. Like Matt, he's he's tiptoeing around Brady. He's not going near Brady with a ten foot pole. He's- <laughs> He's literally. He's like, yeah. Around. Danny Amendola sucks. Oh, because but he had a good quarterback. That Tom Brady earned him that contract. Brady's great. Brady could have me, and I'd be all pro. Like that's how good Brady. Like he's almost like that scared kid at like recess where he's like the 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 one A bully on the playground. You know what I'm talking about? Where like you go out there and like this big hot shot Jalen Ramsey's going on everywhere, and then Brady walks around. And he goes, oh, but not you, Mister Brady. Not you. You're great. You're awesome. You all suck, yeah, oh, but no, Brady's you're... great. Now go, go get Brady's lunch money, guys. Come on. Like that, he's that guy right now. Yeah, absolutely. It just, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's weird that Jalen Ramsey is getting so tough, but like he's not going after Brady. And if you like, if you want to make some noise, you got to go after Tom Brady. And he's doing, I mean, he's doing the right thing with going taking shots at Patriots players. Mm-hmm. But you know what happens when you take shots at Patriots players? You lose. Yeah, you'll lose. You get your asses handed to you. 
The one thing that you don't do in the NFL is you give the Patriots bulletin board material. You don't do it. No. Over the last decade and a half, when the Patriots have been so good, it's because they've been motivated this whole time. And you give a guy like Tom Brady any bulletin board material, and he's a team guy, right? You're telling... You tell Brady that his best tight end and his the best tight end ever sucks. He's going to make an effort to have Gronk have a big game against you, and you guys will lose because they're going to figure it out. Yeah. It just, there's nothing that makes sense to do this against the Patriots, but it's just so good for the NFL. Like, it just, it couldn't be better. They need the drama. The NFL ratings have been going down. You need the drama. I don't know if you're, I, I wouldn't say you're necessarily losing the young crowd. But to bring the young crowd and to get more people in the young crowd, you have to make people give a shit what's going on. Not only inside of the lines, but also, you know, pull, just the, just, I, I, I mean, I don't think I can really say anything else other than just the drama on the outside. Yeah, no, the, um, the drama needs to happen. That's what's good for the league, right? If you don't have the hardcore drama, if you don't have storylines, it's just, Guys playing football, yeah, the football is great. It's a storyline, but you need to have secondary stories. You need to have this flair. And like you used the baseball example, Nick, it's perfect. Baseball hates bat flips. Why? Why would baseball? Why does baseball have, hate bat flips? Because it goes against everything they've stood for. Football needs this kind of energy. Football needs this. You know, fuck you guys. I'm better than all of you. I, I play defense. I'm stronger. He called wide receivers a bunch of soft players too when he was talking about AJ Green. Like. You don't get this for everybody. You need this from people. He's such a maniac, and I love him for it. Especially, it would be different if the Jaguars' defense sucked. But they just the Jaguars' defense is badass. Oh, right yeah, they're really good. Like, I'm scared for week two. Oh, so am I. I'm scared. We were talking about a little off the air. The Patriots, <laughs> the Patriots' schedule is good. Like the Patriots schedule is going to be tough. Yeah, it's not an easier. Is, it's not an easier to lose some talent. This is this is straight up an eleven and five season. It's not a. Tw- you might get twelve wins. You might, and 12, you're gonna, you might wins, not be the one seed either. Twelve getting twelve wins in this with this schedule and with this receiving core, which I think the receiving core is a little overblown, just with how bad it is, but. I don't know, man. I just get, it's going to be tough to get 12 wins between the Jags. You play the Packers. You play uh, the, the Houston Texans with Deshaun Watson, who's going to, who has a good chance of kicking your ass. They are in for awakening this year with, with Butler gone, with Deion Lewis gone. Um, obviously, Sony Michelle is going to be good, but like you need to figure this out in a sense where, you get into the playoffs, you're probably not going to be a one seed, and you're going to have to claw and fight and not be the favorite probably to win the Super Bowl. And it's going to all go back to Bill Belichick. Like, why didn't you do anything over the offseason? That's what people He let all of his talent ask. go. He let all of his talent walk and didn't bring much in return. That's. It will be genuinely shocking if the Patriots get 13 wins. 13 wins would be shocking. 12 wins would be... I think 13 wins Good. guarantees you the one seed, though, because the AFC's horseshit. Like, it's I, do, awful. I do, too. So, I, do too. I think 12 could is, even do it. 12 could even do it, to be honest, because Pittsburgh is garbage, and they're the next best thing. All right, let's move on. We got to talk about earlier this week. It's not it's, it's, it's not as big anymore. It's kind of out, but I wanted to talk about it still. Uh, Tom Brady hung up on Kirk and Callahan on his weekly appearance on WEI this week, and I just wanted to touch on that 
for a quick second, but before, and this is new. This is guys, we are making we are making strides, baby. We have guys we formed a partnership with over at Thrive Fantasy. Oh yeah. So you know what we gotta do now? We gotta talk about this shit. We gotta plug them, baby. Partnership. We gotta plug this bitch. Oh. Yeah, hey. You said it, not me. <laughs> talk about them. All right. Guys, you love fantasy fo- you love fantasy sports, but you're tired of the same thing. Selecting a lineup and then playing them like you would in your year long fantasy league. It's the same exact thing in every app. Boring. Stop doing it. You play fantasy football already. You don't need to do it in a daily fantasy app. Join Thrive Fantasy, though. Do it today to get a whole new look at your daily fantasy sports. Instead of throwing together a lineup based off of the value of your players, you get to choose from only top players in the game, whether it's from the NBA, MLB, NFL, or NHL. It's all prop bet based, so what that means is you select a player and their prop bet based on the odds. And if you hit on that prop bet, you get the points. The better thing is, if you hit on the underdog portion of the prop bet, you get even more points. I'm already on this app, and guys, let me tell you, it is sick. It is, I'm hooked on it. It's just, it's so much, it's so much more entertaining, Tori, because I'm not looking at just the performances. I'm not looking at Mookie Betts to score runs. I'm looking at Mookie Betts, is he going to get three hits over under? No. The under on that would most likely be the... The, the big dog. The over would be the underdog. If I bet the over, I hit the underdog, I get more points. It is such a more entertaining way to do fa- daily fantasy It's sports. basically gambling. But like, it's do daily it's fantasy. It's basically gambling. Yep. It's basically gambling. Go over to any one of our blogs or click on the Thrive Fantasy image on the CouchGuysSports.com homepage. Sign up and immediately deposit $10. It's simple and it's easy. ThriveFantasy.com is a new look of daily fantasy sports. Join today and believe me, guys. You are going to be hooked. Join Thrive Fantasy today using our link through any of our blogs or on the image on the home screen of CouchGuysSports.com. All right, Thrive Fantasy, join them. So Tom Brady hangs up this week on Kirk and Callahan, right? Big news blew up everywhere. It's on ESPN. It's on sports. It's on. It's on Get Up, the the ESPN morning show. The crap, ESPN morning show. It's legitimately everything, right? So. Here's my issue with it. Kirk Minahan, just to lay it out for you, though, Kirk Minahan just keeps on, he's kind of badgering Tom Brady, but he keeps mentioning it to Tom Brady like, hey, what's the deal with Alex Guerrero? So as you guys remember, last year, Guerrero got uh, kind of removed from the Patriots' sideline, wasn't allowed on the team plan anymore, and it turned into a huge story. Last week, did they play the Panthers last week? Mm -hmm. It was last week. Last week, Alex Guerrero gets... Granted, access to the team plane flies down to Carolina with Tom Brady and the Patriots. So Kirk is asking Brady about what the what the deal is with that. He he's asking if the relationship's healed between him and uh, Belichick, and he's talking about his own personal rights with talking to Alex Guerrero. So Brady says, "I don't really want to talk about that." And Kirk then asks him again, and he got he goes, "Guys, I really don't want to talk about that." So he kind of nixes it. And once he says it for the second time, Brady looks over at uh, their co-host for the day, Evan Drellick, friend of the friend of the program, Evan Drellick, and he goes, "Evan, you go." And when he says that, Tom Brady jumps back into it with the Alex Guerrero thing. So then Kirk kind of takes that as, "Okay, he wants to talk about it." 
So Kirk says something about it again, and Tom Brady goes something along the lines of, have a good day, guys, and hangs up the phone. So hangs up on his paid appearance, weekly appearance. Uh, I mean, how do you feel about it with Tom? See, I almost, you blame Tom on this one because you, and and I'm not a big, like, I don't listen to Kirk and Callahan that much, but I, I do like Kirk. Um, you don't blame him for this one because he did, they did nip it in the butt. He said, I don't want to talk about it twice. They moved on. They kept going. And then Brady brought it up. And so if you're Kirk and you're a journalist background, you're in the media, you have Tom Brady sitting there talking, bringing up Alex Guerrero. What are you supposed to do? Ask him about it. Because it sounds like, you know, if, if Brady's bringing it back up, then it's okay to ask him, right? That's what we're all taught. So yeah, I get Brady didn't want to talk about it and he was pissed that it came up again. But he can't be that pissed because he did it. He brought it back up. He he did bring it back up, and that's the issue. Kirk was ready to move on. They they did move on. Like they went on to another topic. And as you and like as you know, I I listen to that show. I listen to that show every single day, and just knowing Kirk and knowing Jerry, like that's what they do. They're really they're not they're goofy with their guests. They ask legitimate questions. Yeah. They asked the legit hard questions, and he was asking Brady. He asked him a couple times. I get it, and Brady got sick of it, and then I hung up the phone. But he was ready to move on. He looked at Drellick and said, "Let's like ask he, your next he question." Told he, to go. This. he told he Evan told to Evan go. He told Evan to go. And we'll defend Brady till the end of time, but you can't on this. And you know, you know what else this does, Jared? It makes it look fishy. In what way? It makes things. It makes things look fishy. Just like, why can't you? Why aren't you going to talk about Guerrero? Why oh, that, yeah. If you're not going to answer, why don't you just say? Why don't you just say something? Tom Brady used to be so good at saying a lot, but not telling you anything. He's not like that anymore. Now he's, he's, not, he's short not, to the point, and then does, or doesn't say anything anymore. Yeah, and that's because he's you know what it is because he's not heavily invested anymore, and because he doesn't care as much. And he knows he's on his way out soon. He knows he's gone. Why does he care? And look, it, it, it's. You got to think that Belichick, you know, you know what, fed Guerrero some access to keep Brady happy. Will it ever be what it was? Probably not. But if you're Brady and you're going to keep getting asked about it, say something, address it, even a little bit. Just say something to the lines of, you know, what guys like. I don't want to talk about that. It's personnel with the team. Um, I love, I love Guerrero. I love Alex. He helps me a lot. I'm glad he gets to be around a little bit. Um, but that that's going to be how we move forward. And um, I'm done talking about it. That's it. Done. We would stop that's asking. He, we would stop. We would be done asking questions. That's all he questions. had to say. That's it. That is all he had to say. But he just he couldn't do it. He he dove right back into it. And I'm not gonna. I can't blame Kirk on this at all. I'm seeing people hammer Kirk. I've seen a few people just hammer Kirk about it, especially in the sports media. Which, first of all, you're in the like. Shouldn't you be on Kirk's side? I know Kirk pisses a lot of people off. He's doing. What and he's I get to do. that. I mean, rightfully so. That's that's his that's his thing. He he pisses people off, and he kind of he kind of tells it how it is. But I mean. How can you blame Kirk? He was moving off of the subject. Yeah, he he was Excuse doing his, commercial. He was doing his job. I was a little thrown off by that. Um, <laughs> he he was doing his job. Like you, like I said, right? Like we're all trained as people who go to school for this stuff or whatever it may be to ask the tough questions. Don't take the first no, whatever it may be, right? So when Kirk gets the first no, he follows up, gets the second no. Great, I don't want to talk about it. Move on. Brady brings it back up. It's now brought back to the table, guys. So if you're a media member criticizing Kirk, you're wrong because he's doing what he's supposed to do, 
when you have Tom Brady sitting in front of you talking about the topic he just told you he didn't want to talk about. He brought it back up. He Kirk was doing his job. Like I don't know how many more times we can say that. If you're a media member and you think it's he's wrong, then you probably shouldn't be in the media. So here's the audio, and this is why this is why that commercial just played in the background because I was trying to <laughs> I had to pull up the audio. Here, I'm literally just going to hold this into my microphone, so hopefully it comes through well. It should, but this is the this is about a minute of the audio, and this is right when Tom Brady hangs up. You know, I don't want to. I'm not getting into all that. Okay, yeah, I mean, when I ran into him at the uh, when I ran into him at the Super Bowl last year in Minneapolis, I remember talking about it at the time when we when I talked to him there. He had said in his opinion that, that all this stuff had been overblown, that he and Belichick actually had a pretty good relationship even then. Would you say that was true? I want to get into it. Okay. Love Go the ahead. awkward silence. Yeah. I so, mean, everyone knows it's well documented how, you know, the work that he and I do together. No, I know. I no, no, yeah, no, I understand that. I'm just trying to figure out because I saw the reports this weekend that he's traveling with the team. Was he on the sideline on Friday? Yeah. All right, guys. Have a great day. I'll talk to you later. Okay. I guess that's that's it with 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 Brady. I'm not really sure what what he's upset about. And like that's the thing. Kirk can be a real a hole. And if you listen to the show, you know that Kirk can just be a real douche. And sometimes, for for a lot of the times, he tries to be a douche. But or maybe he just is. I don't know. No, it's a stick. It's a shake. I think it depends. I think I think he legitimately is is douchey as nuts as he tries to put on, as is as he tries to make himself look. Because I think I, I don't think you can act like that and not genuinely be slightly nuts. At least a little bit, yeah. But at least a little bit. Listening to that though, Nick, and like obviously most of us have listened to it already. But if you haven't heard it, just one, there's a pause there, right? You think you you when Brady's reacting, but it's like you say you don't want to listen to it. You hear Kirk say, "All right, Evan, go ahead." And then Brady goes, yeah, you know, well, we have a great relationship, blah, blah, blah. Now, part of me thinks if you're Kirk, let him go. This is what you want to hear. Like, don't talk. So you can partially say, you know what, Kirk, like, maybe you should have just not because he kind of butted in a little bit. Right. Um, so you could have said, hey, like, Kirk, just you could because he sounded like he was on the verge of I love Alex. I love the work we do. And then Kirk butted in a little bit. So I could see where that might be somewhere. But, but people aren't blaming him for that. People are blaming him for digging in a couple times. But Brady brought it back up and kept going. So this is this is a question that I think it has to be asked, though. And that's to keep Who, getting asked. It does have to be keep getting asked, but I think do people now have to start questioning the legitimacy of Alex Guerrero because of Brady's reactions like this? Because when he was asked about Julian Edelman, that's the last time he walked off. I believe it was Ben Volan. Ben yep. Volan asked about Julian Edelman, so he walked off. Because he asked about the link between the steroids and possibly Alex Guerrero because Edelman does a lot with Alex Guerrero. And then he gets asked about Alex Guerrero again, and he won't answer any questions to the point where he hangs up. So is he just sick of it, or is there something fishy going on? That's a legitimate and question so you can, that has you to can, be asked. You can believe either one because you know Guerrero has his past, but I, I don't think there's anything really fishy at this point because he'd be, he'd be stupid too. Because one, I believe if there was anything fishy, Brady wouldn't be involved. Because I don't think Brady is really that shady of a person like that. But at the same time, they've built but an Guerrero. But no, Guerrero's I, a shady. I ass get, person. I get that. But at this point, if you're Guerrero and you partner with Brady, if if Brady even knows anything, 
Brady now disbands and like doesn't care. You know what I mean? Like he has such an empire built around what him and Guerrero are doing. I think Guerrero is not shady anymore. Obviously, we know what he did with the cancer pills and that stuff. But like, I don't think this is anything to do with Brady like being. I wouldn't say like anxious about the subject, but I just think he wants to be past it. I think he's over it. It is what it is, and he wants to talk about football. He doesn't want to talk about Alex Guerrero. And again, whether that's because he's sick of it or because there's something fishy going on, I don't know. And we're we're probably never going to know. Sorry, this is Brady's last year in Patriot uniform anyway, so. Yeah, we'll see. All right, let's move on. Last topic of the night, U.S. Open controversy. So, in are you a tennis guy at all? I am, actually, yeah. We, ne- we never talk about tennis on the show. Can you can you pronounce this woman's name? No. Eli- is, it, is it Eliza Cornette? Yeah. Okay, Eliza, Eliza, Cornette. She's from France. So this is what kind of unfolded on top of the Serena Williams bodysuit um, controversy, I guess you could call it. We're not really going to talk about that much. That's also in a blog, though, on Couch Guy Sports, which stirred up a lot of angry comments, by the way. A lot of angry comments. It happens. So this French tennis player is a court for a 10-minute heat break. It's hot as shit in New York at the U.S. Open right now. And, uh, I mean, we can attest we're in Massachusetts, and it is hot as hell. Mm-hmm. And she leaves for a 10-minute heat break, comes back in her skirt with her shirt on, and she figures out that her shirt's on backwards, so she takes her shirt off at the back of the court, flips it around. She's wearing a sports bra, no big deal. And the, what do you call them, umpires? The officials, yep. The officials? Well, they are umpires, gave- yeah. Gave her a warning for for unsportsmanlike conduct for code violation for taking off her shirt. And this is where the whole issue comes in because men are allowed to just take off their shirts on the sides. So people are calling it sexism. Uh, people are freaking out about it. Uh, what do you think about it? Well, it's not against the rules because she didn't take off her shirt. She wasn't uncovered. And the, the tennis association came out afterwards and said, like, it shouldn't have been a problem. Um, it wasn't against the rules. We don't know why it was so I, called. I have, I have their statement. Go ahead. The U.S. The U.S. statement says, oh, "Just kidding. That's the actual tweet." God damn it! Hmm. U.S. Open statement on a change of attire policy: All players can change their shirts when sitting in the player chair. This is not considered a code violation. The only code violation was that she wasn't sitting in a player chair. Yeah. Uh, we regret that a code violation was assessed to Miss Cornette yesterday. We had clarified the policy to ensure this will not happen moving forward. Fortunately, she was not. She was only assessed a warning with no further penalty or fine. Female players, if they choose, may also change their shirts in a more private location close to the court when available. They will not be assessed a bathroom break in this circumstance. So that's their statement. Take it how you want. But, I mean, I get it. I get it from a woman's perspective. I don't get the Serena thing as much because, just to touch on that real quick, so Serena wore a full bodysuit. People are kind of freaking out about that. I don't know if she got in trouble. I didn't read too much into it. But, I mean, if there's a certain dress code for it, just like there is for men's, then I think you got to adhere to it. If there's a dress code, yeah. But I think this whole violation is something where it's like the whole idea of the dress violation is not having your shirt completely off. Like, guys, it's different, obviously. But at the same time, she wasn't naked and she she was changing her shirt. It was on backwards. And he, it's like, you know, as you, I'm, like, I'm going to use a volleyball as an example because I'm in the sport. 
girls change top jerseys all the time and they switch jerseys and they're in sports bras in the middle of massive convention centers. You don't see refs getting, they don't get penalties for that. So I think if this is tennis having an old rule, um, I don't, because the way they worded it was they didn't even say it was just because she wasn't in the chair. It was simply because she took her shirt off and then afterwards they tried to make it work like that was why they said it. But initially it sounds like the umpire called it because she took her shirt off, which is horseshit because she changed shirt because it was so freaking hot all the time. So is that was that not what he called? It sounds like he called on sportsman like for just taking her shirt off, not for like just not being at the chair doing it. Yeah, that's that's what that's what I believe happened. And the US so, the US like committee is now trying to say, no, no, like we know it wasn't supposed to be called. She the real violation was her not being at the chair. But that wasn't what the official, like the umpire called. No. It was it yeah, the umpire called it for taking off her shirt. Yeah. And realistically, like let, let's call it how it is. If a guy did it, no it problem. wouldn't have been called. No problem. Wouldn't have been called at all. It was like when, uh, what's her name in the, for the U.S. women's soccer team, rip, ripped off her shirt and was running around in a sports bra. The world freaked out about it. Can we get our heads out of our asses, please? It's a sports, literally a bikini top. It's it, A bikini top is more skimpy than a sports bra. Yep. And you're telling me it's, it'd be okay if they walked around in a bathing suit, but because it's underneath their shirt, it's not allowed. You know what? You know what type of person this is who gets mad over this? The same type of people who got mad at Phil Mickelson, who screamed and yelled about Phil Mickelson picking up the golf ball Ugh. or hitting the golf ball before it stopped. Ugh. Like, stop acting like it actually offended you because there's no way that her taking off her shirt at the back of the court actually offended you. And if that's a real if that's a real rule in tennis, that's a fucked up issue. And they have to figure that out. And that's like old school baseball rules, old school golf rules that shouldn't be a thing anymore. That the game just doesn't get no, away from. No, we don't have our heads in our asses anymore. Yeah, exactly. We're real people who understand, who understand human rights at this point. And we were just not, hot, goddammit. I needed to change my shirt. It was 100 degrees outside. And there are ex-tennis players who say that it's hotter on the tennis court. Oh, it's, and it's like at least, 10, it's at least 10 degrees warmer, I'll promise you that. Which means it was over 100 degrees. Yep. Feeling to them. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Yep. It's stupid. It's a stupid thing, and we talk about baseball and all those unwritten rules. Same idea. This is just a minute thing, and this is going to draw attention because it's female-oriented, so sexism is going to be cried a million times over. Which it should be. Again, I don't know how much with the Serena thing. I really don't because I think, again, that's, that's, uh, that's a dress code issue. But this woman just changed her shirt and she got hit with a conduct. Yeah, violation. this wasn't even a dress code thing. Like it's bullshit. Like it no. was just her changing her shirt. Like Serena's a whole other argument, like you're saying, because she wore literally a bodysuit to play tennis. Like she didn't wear a skirt. She wasn't in like a bodysuit leggings or something. She wore a full bodysuit and that was it. So I get it. There's some dress code there, but this isn't a dress code. She just had a different shirt on and she switched it. She had, it was backwards. And here's here's the thing with Serena. If Rafael Nadal came out in a full bodysuit and just played can. in that, then well, no, I mean, then we would see if he got flack for it. Then yeah, okay, then that's then that's equal. If he didn't get flack for it and people just let it go, then yeah, then that's sex. Do you think he'd get flack for it? I do. Only tennis reason why like a, oh, tennis seems like a prude ass sport. It is, and the only reason why I think he would get flack for it is because his nuts would be hanging out. Because his beanbag would be dragging all over. Yeah. Jumbo D and Rafael Nadal would be hanging all over the tennis court. And uh, that wouldn't be appropriate for the old ladies sitting there, especially at Wimbledon. Oh, God. No, it's it's insane for people to even even. It's one of these fake outrage things. It's a t- That's it's all a, it is. It's attention. 
Yeah. It's one of these fake outrage things. Like you want to, you, it's one of these like rich stuff shirts. Oh, I want to act like I'm a big tennis purist. Okay, buddy. Well, act like you're a big tennis purist out of my face because you like say in your own house, say it alone, but don't, don't be somebody who wants to act like you care about something more than you actually do. Because this is just an example and it's just stupid. Yep. Don't care. Move on. It's just stupid. It'll be old news in like a couple days. Well, hopefully not because we need people to click on this. <laughs> By the time they click on this, I'll be saying that. So we will lose in a couple days from now. <laughs> all right. All right. You want to end the show? Fuck it. Yeah. It's only some more wedding cake. I still have wedding cake left over. Like, fuck. Oh, is that why you're fat ass eating cake? Yeah, dude. I don't gain weight, dude. I can, I've eaten cake every night since my wedding. And I, dude, I do, man. And I'm so tired of it. Like, I'm going to Ireland at the end of the month. Oh, can I come? No. <laughs> Damn it. We'll get some, con- get some uh, content while you're there. Make some videos. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'll, I'll go to the Cliffs of Moher. That seems like the that seems like the um the thing to do when you're out there. Uh, but yeah, dude, like I get fat, I get fat fucking looking at food. Yeah, I know. And you know what's worse? I hate when I see skinny ass people say the same thing. Like, oh, I gain weight so quick. No, you fucking don't. Oh, I admit you're I fucking... can't. I admit I don't gain weight. Yeah, like like talk to me. Talk to somebody like me who gains weight. Like the the, the dad bod guy over there. Dad bod, yeah, and like I've never been able to not have a dad bod even when i'm skinny i still have breasts yeah no nope i am skinny even, even even when I'm i have skinny, hip, I, I have hip bones like no nope. straight up i've got a nice rack you do have a nice rack maybe you should wear a sports bra underneath and then you can change your shirt and get yelled at for it i could i could a sports bra would probably be beneficial for me hold it up gotta keep support man dump them out don't i'll dump them out all right, uh, Eliza Cornette, we're on your side here because uh, anybody who's trying to act like this is fucking, this is a big deal. They took off your shirt and wore a sports bra on the tennis court. It's a fucking idiot. All right, Couch Guys Sports Loose Change Podcast, episode 73 in the books. Close it up. Hopefully, we'll get a guest next week. Again, we've been talking to a few of them here and there. We're going to try to figure this out and get somebody on next week for episode 74. Uh, listen, rate, and subscribe. Guys, make sure you go subscribe. I can't stress that enough. Go subscribe. Go rate. Go give us a rating. Get us up on the charts up on iTunes and go buy shit from the Couch Guy Sports store. We've got sweatshirts. We've got hats. We've got beanies. Winter's coming, baby. It's going to be cold soon. Go buy a beanie. Go buy we've a hoodie, baby. Go buy a hoodie. Go buy a hoodie. We've got Mookie Betts' Time to Party shirts. We've got Steve Pierce and there of the Bronx shirts. We've got a lit story now. We're only going to get more. Wanted to make a daddy's always happy thing for Gordon Hayward, but he just wants that, so I'm not going to do that. No, can't do that. I can't do that. So go buy shit from the store. Listen, rate, subscribe. Follow us on everything. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Go do everything at Sports. And uh, I think that's all the plugs. Remember, Thrive Fantasy. Go to the Couchcast Sports page. Click on the Thrive Fantasy picture and sign up. Deposit $10 immediately. And I mean, I'm not going to tell you guys that it helps us out, but it helps us out if you guys do that. All right, Couchcast Sports. Let's change podcast episode 73 in the books. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening.